Need more time? Want more from your business and your life? Welcome to the Simple Life Habits Podcast, where, where, where you'll learn how to work less, do more, and live your life with greater focus. Now, now, now. here's your host, Jonathan, Jonathan Milligan. Have you ever said this to yourself? What's wrong with me? Why can't I just seem to finish what I start? Well, in this episode, I'll be talking about at least four ways you can discipline yourself to finish what you start. But first, this podcast is brought to you by the EverFocused System for Creatives. It's a simple time management system you can use with Evernote. It's ideal for creative professions such as bloggers, writers, teachers, pastors, speakers, and even entrepreneurs. I'll be teaching this simple focus system on an upcoming webinar on Thursday, September 15th. To register for this free webinar, just go to jonathanmilligan.com forward slash webinar. All right, so let's jump in to today's episode. So do you ever get frustrated when you start something and you just don't finish it? Maybe you are really excited about a book only to stop halfway through. Maybe you started a home project only to leave it half done. There's nothing more discouraging than being surrounded by unfinished tasks and projects, and you probably wonder, is there any hope for me? Often, we think the answer lies in having more willpower, just buckling down. We need more self-discipline. And while they seem like logical answers... They don't work most of the time. And I'm going to share with you in a few moments why that is the case. But I've got a question for you. Are you a starter or a finisher? You know, I think you can really categorize most people into two areas. They're either naturally starters or they're a natural finisher. And you probably know people who are finishers. When they start something... Everything else gets pushed aside until the project is done. Sounds great, right? Well, the downside to being a finisher is they often are really hesitant to start anything new. They can be less risky. They can be more conservative, which can cause you to miss out on opportunities in life if you're not careful. But the starter finds enthusiasm in starting something new. They usually have three or four books that they're reading at the same time. Uh, They're full of new ideas and almost seems like a curse. If you've ever said, wouldn't it be great if, or have you ever thought about, well, guess what? You are a starter. But the problem with being a starter is oftentimes we're guilty of being low on execution. And I'm talking to myself today. Because I am a starter. I naturally find enthusiasm with new things. So I have to be more strategic about finishing what I start. Here are a few tips that I've learned over the last few years that have really helped me to put some feet to my ideas. Here's number one. Decide if it's even necessary to finish. Now, I'm not encouraging you to develop a habit of quitting. 
but I do want to challenge your thinking a bit. If you have a passion for learning like I do, then this point can actually be a relief for you. Because if you're a multi-passionate entrepreneur or you're just a, a person who loves to learn new things and that's your passion in life is learning, then finishing every single thing right down to the T isn't necessarily going to work for you. It's not your personality. Here's what I mean. Sometimes we don't finish because we already got what we wanted out of that. You know, a book is a good example. You can get really excited about a brand new book. You read halfway through and suddenly you find yourself kind of losing interest. Well, it's the right thing to buckle down and just finish this book even though you feel like you got what you wanted out of it? No. The truth is you don't have to finish every book that you buy. The important part is not finishing the book. The important part is getting what you wanted out of that book. And you have to seriously ask yourself the question, have I already got what I wanted out of this? If you have, then you did finish it. I know that's a mind shift for some of you, but it can be incredibly powerful, and it has been for me as well. So think about that and use that this week to see if it helps you. All right, so once you decide that it's necessary for you to finish that thing, what do you do now? How do you, get over, how do you overcome this procrastination to get this idea to come to fruition? Well, it may sound simple, but number two is focus on just starting. Now, I know this might sound backwards, but hear me out. I'm not talking about focusing on just starting new things. Just focus on starting wherever you last left off. See, we can have a tendency to see how much work needs to be done to complete a project, and it paralyzes us. We end up doing nothing. I've seen this happen with people who want to publish Kindle books. Over on my other blog, bloggingyourpassion.com, we have a course called Kindle Your Passion, and it walks people through the process of how you can create a Kindle book in 30 days and get it out on Amazon. What I often I find is that people become paralyzed with this big looming task. They're excited about the idea for their book, but writing a book or even writing a Kindle book, which is often even smaller than a physical book, can be overwhelming. So you know what we've done is we've simply broken down the process in the course to show you how writing just 500 words a day for 20 days and you will have a Kindle book. And that's what I mean. Focus on just starting. Use your strength as a starter to your advantage. One way you can do this, and one way I've done this successfully, is set a timer and work on that thing until you're just getting things done. So even if it's just for 20 minutes, you just buckle down and say, for 20 minutes I'm going to do this thing that I've been procrastinating on. I'm just going to focus on starting. I promise you will always end up doing more. You can also use this to develop habits in your life. Take exercise, for example. You know, Often we like have a goal of walking or jogging three miles three times a day. And then you know how it is that one day comes about, we're just not feeling it. We, we just, it's miserable to think about jogging three miles. 
Well, how do you overcome that big, overwhelming goal that you have? You tell yourself, I'm going to go to the treadmill and I'm going to jog for just 10 minutes. I've done this myself. 10 minutes, I'll let myself off the hook. You know, I have yet to do it for just 10 minutes. It ends up, 10 minutes ends up turning into 30 or 45. So you just focus on starting and not on the big overwhelming task. Number three, replace your negative thinking. You see, whether you realize it or not, your negative thinking about that unfinished project is sabotaging you. So instead of thinking, I have to clean the garage, I'm choosing to organize the garage because I love how it feels when I'm done. You see, it becomes a choice. And I've taken something that my brain has told me is negative with I have to, to I choose to. Making that simple word switch in your own mind can really change your thinking and catapult you from being stuck to starting to get stuff done. So really evaluate your thinking about whatever it is that you're procrastinating on. What are you saying to yourself? Are you saying, I have to finish that book? I have to write that book before the end of the year comes? I have to do this? I have to do that? Change the language to I choose to. And it's very much incredible what happens when we choose the right words. Number four, and this is a big one for most of you out there, decide not to be perfect. You see, another reason we don't finish well is because we want everything to be perfect. All the stars have to align, the planets have to come into alignment. We don't want to have any negative criticism from anyone. We we want our product to be perfect, our book to be perfect, our blog post to never have any spelling errors. We want our presentation to be flawless, our slides to be perfect. But what happens is, Perfection is an execution killer. That's right. Take this quote and just dwell on it for the next week. Post it somewhere. Post it by your computer. Perfection is an execution killer. You will not execute on your plan. You will not follow through on the book. You will not follow through on the sales calls. You will not follow through as long as you're focused on perfection. Perfection will rob you from getting things done. Instead, I want you to adopt a new saying today. I can always improve it later. See, everything can be improved over time, but you gotta get going, get moving, get the thing out there, and you can always improve it later. Well, right now, what I want you to do is I want you to picture the biggest project you have that is currently left undone. That's right. Go ahead and get it into your mind. And right now, take an action step. Don't just listen to the podcast, but take this step. Picture the biggest project that you have that you do want to finish that's currently being left undone. It's kind of collected some dust on the shelf. Now, take the pointers that I just shared with you 
and apply them to that unfinished project. First, do you want to even finish the thing? Is it necessary for you to finish it? If you say yes, then move on. So this week, how can you focus on just starting for a little bit? If it's a book you want to write, how can you focus on just writing the next 500 words? That's right. You're not focused on the whole book and just on the next 500 words. So you can check it off your psyche, your to-do list, at least for a day or two. Number three, do you have negative thinking toward the project you just chose? Are you, do you have the internal language of, of I have to, not that I get to, or I choose to, or how awesome is this going to feel when I get it completed? And finally, are you trying to be perfect? If so, I'm giving you permission today to just choose to be crappy. <laughs> now, our goal is not to be delivering crappy products and services, but just go ahead and choose to just get it done. Improve it along the way, but be more focused on taking action and improving it as you go along. So apply those principles, and I think you'll be amazed at how you've been able to take that thing that's been sitting on the shelf and get some action to it. If you'd like to have some more tips and advice, there's a book that I'd highly recommend you read. It's called The Now Habit by Neil Foray. To me, it's a must-read And I read it a couple years ago, and it really has some great tips and strategies for helping you overcome procrastination. Well, that's it for today's episode of Simple Life Habits. I'm so grateful for all of you who tune in each and every week. Feel free to send us an email. We love to hear back from listeners. We'd also be grateful if you just take a moment right now and go over to iTunes and give us a rating or a review. It really helps us to know that this podcast is being helpful. So that's it. Thanks for joining us. I hope you'll go out and take some action on that project that's been collecting dust. So until next time, go start something small. It just might make a big difference.